Hey, what's up, everybody, man? Welcome to Ice Cold Facts. Uh, been away for a very, very long time. Um, I can't even explain to you why I've been gone so long. Uh, but this guy got on the video with me, man. He's been encouraging me to uh, to get back started. He's played a huge role in me uh, kind of just staying confident with this whole podcast idea. And uh, so with further, without further, further ado, uh, Dominique Martin, man, he's a he's been like a recurring guest. This is the third time now. Yeah, third time, man. Crazy. Third time, yeah. man. Wow. Um, so again, man, I just thank you for coming on. Like I said, thank you for for keeping me motivated, staying on top of me, man, to get this done. So uh, last time we talked, it was as far as podcast wise, it's been 2020. Yeah. So kind of kind of fill everybody in, man. What's been up since then? Um, uh, so that was 2020 April. So schools were shut down, um, no high school coaching. I was trying to coach this this pro team. We were gonna try to get kicked off in San Luis. That kind of fell through. So I was okay. so I just kind of talked. Um, I started back teaching in that fall, and I, I wasn't coaching. I was just teaching. Um, I, I stopped coaching at Roosevelt, but then um, you know the itch got to me. So yeah. they only played like ten games due to COVID. So. Um, okay. But Noah Thornton, my guy, Junior, we call him, he, um, me and him were talking. I'm like, and I was like, man, when y'all play again? So he like, come check us out. So I think he knew in his head, like, I get Dominique out here, he going to be coaching again. So I went to the game, and I was I was upset because I knew the potential. Yeah. We lost to Confluence by a lot of points. So I started coming to practice. He's like, man, we just come two or three practices, we good. So this is like, right. this is like end of January. So district start in February. We had a record that was horrible. I think we was like under 500. We only had like 10 games. But I'm like, shoot, this district, anything can happen. So, first game in district, we played, um, I want to say, well, it wasn't Confluence. It was, um, oh, I can't think who we played first game. But they had beat us earlier, and they ran the flex, and we knew what they were going to do, and we beat them. I wish I could think of the school. That we, it's, the old, it's the old Imagine Prep, but we, we okay. beat them. Anyway, so. Um, and, and for the ones that don't know what we're talking about, uh, we're referencing uh, St. Louis basketball. Yeah, so, so I, I, Dominique's a, he's a coach in St. Louis. Yeah, I, I was at so Roosevelt. We're, we're talking about high school. Yeah, basketball. I was coaching at Roosevelt, so we beat them. The next game was against Confluence, but it was COVID, and they they caught COVID, so they had a COVID scare. So, okay. so we just skipped the second round. So we're in the district championship after one game. So we played Baylor. Mind you, Roosevelt hasn't won a district title in fifty two years. Fifty two years, Man. bro. So we like, man, we got history. And what's so crazy is that I told Bernard, I said, hey, man, the head coach, I said, let's walk these kids through the hall where the band with the um, pitches are at and tell them that, okay. that we're going to win state one day. And so we walked him through there. He came through and he had somebody video with it. And I had chills. And we just talked about how these kids can, like, set the precedent and start something special. Yeah. Like, you may not be here to win a state championship, but you can start it by winning district on Friday. So that that felt real special, bro. So then we had a we had a trash day of practice the day before this championship day. I think it might be a trash week. No, I think it was a trash day. So we going to the okay. game at Baylor's huge because we we haven't won district in fifty two years. Close game. We made it harder than it was supposed to be. Missed some layups, but we had a uh, guy named Cam Cam Davis had a big game for us. I seen it, DeAndre on uh, Lockett. Huge, okay. six, six, four, six, five, big play. Huge went to him a lot, and we pulled it out by like two or three, man. And we just, it, it felt so good, like for a school like yeah, Roosevelt, yeah. people were down on, and it's in the city on the south side. We don't even have a regulation size gym, 
So we don't have, we, we don't have any home games. So for us to win district, and then Trey Porter had just got, I think, fired the year before, and he had the, the football program rocking. So they gave the kids something to hang their hat on. So we didn't have it no more. So for us to win district was just huge. I feel like for Roosevelt, the culture here. And uh, it was just a huge celebration, man. And I just, I just, I, I thank Benoit. You know, Thor put me on staff. It was me, Benoid. Uh, Shout out to Benoit. To Benoit Y'all played at Flow together. Yeah. Me, Benoit, uh, Coach Jeremy Robinson, uh, Coach Wine. And I'm going to give a shout out right. to my guy, Coach Garrison. He came next year, but we all family, dog. All family. Yeah. Uh, and it just was huge. That's, cause, that's and the reason I, I messed with Benoit, man, he cared about the kids, man. He loved the kids. And that's huge. You got yeah. to have love for them because the kids don't care about how much you know they want to know how much you care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we won that district. So the AD comes to me like, you want to coach the girls? He's like, I'll be the head coach, but you're running. So this is the second opportunity I'd had to take over the girls program. My gotcha. my silly self started playing basketball. I told my Achilles like two weeks later. Oh, man. So they kind of set everything back. I had a coaches clinic going, all this stuff, and it just put me like in the funk, bro. So yeah. that's 2021, like in March or April. And I just kind of just laid low. Um, yeah. Didn't do anything. Well, do me a favor, too. Talk, talk about um, just the significance of – so, again, for the, the listeners that don't know, Roosevelt's, it's in the city of St. Louis, like you said, south side. Right. Um, it's in a historic district. So it's in the in the public highly. PHL. Yeah. Um, so talk about the, you don't have to really elaborate too much, but just talk about how having some success being in that PHL was. Um, PHL is legendary, especially back in the like, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, the people they've had in it. Uh, yeah. It's just, it was, it, you know, you got, you got Beaumont, Vashon, um, Sodan, uh, legendary coaches like Floyd Irons, who's known nationally, uh, Marvin Nils, who coached me at Quarter Ritter, was at Sodan and won a state championship. It's just a lot yeah. of rich history, man. Like, St. Louis really isn't known for basketball. We're starting because of Brad Bill and the Tatums, but it's a lot of tradition here. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, but Roosevelt's always been at the end of the totem pole. Like, we always, just, there's just a butter to fly. Oh, we're going to beat Roosevelt about 40. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got a, my boy Dwayne Polk played at shine and before we played on one time, so he hit me up like 50 ball, and I'm a competitor. So I was like, hey, you got to put your, you know, your shoes on one foot at a time, too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But uh, it's just, we just been kind of just, you know, like the butt of the jokes. But uh, for us to win district, man, it was it was real huge. I feel like these kids needed that because I, 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 t- I told AD that people don't understand that sports programs kind of kind of run the school if you win it. Just, it just gives a different culture and a different oh, yeah. vibe. You know what I mean? If you're winning, it, that, exactly. that's going to. That's just going to spread and be infectious throughout the school. You know what I mean? And it just does yeah. something to it. Like, um, I tell you all the time, Trinity football, the head coach, there, he's at Illinois now because he built that program. And Trinity school is closed down now. And I feel like that's because the that's football right. team is gone. They, they they just, like, put a battery in the back of that school. And they were on fire. You yeah. know what I mean? He had all kind of athletes come through there. And because of what he did there. Trinity used to be a, a acquaintance mercy yeah, back Yeah, we used to be right? down and we played at Quentin yeah. Ritter. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, beating the brakes off beating them. Beating the brakes off them. But, yeah, man, <laughs> that, 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 that was real special. So, um, the following year, I kind of took off and just and just talked, you know, here at Roosevelt because I teach her, too. But um, this this upcoming year, you know, me and you talking, I stay on you about doing a podcast. I was like, man, I want to get back into it, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. So, I just been like, yeah. I, I, I was training um, this past summer. Um with my my, my friend Darren uh, Wilson. He called me and said, hey, man, I want you to train my kids. You're good at skill training. So I was like, all right. So I did some of that. And so I was just trying to think what I'm going to do. So I get a call from my guy Chris Forrest, who I used to coach with um, at Luther North. I coached under him with the girls. And we made it to the yeah, court. Chris, to Chris Forrest. So I tell people all the time about relationships, man, everything in life. 
So Chris hits me like, do you want to volunteer coach at Missouri Baptist University? And everybody knows, you know, I want to coach on the collegiate level. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm not getting paid, but I would come maybe two days a week. You know what I'm saying? Just to learn. So I'm yeah. just thinking that. So time goes by. I'm like, Chris, we're going to meet up. He's like, well, I gotta, I'm out of town. So I'm like, okay. Wait another week. I, I go up there. I'm just like, okay, me and Chris are going to talk, talk about whatever. So the head coach, Preston Ingram, young, um, young African-American coach, 42, from Springfield, he um, takes me to, to the upstairs, um, and it's me and the other four coaches. And he's like, what do you want to get out of this? And I was like, man, I love this. is the level I want to be on when I finish school. I love basketball. I go to coaches clinic. This is what I want to do. He's like, well, so this, this is what I'm going to do for you. If you coach here as a volunteer coach, we'll pay most of your tuition. And uh, I promise you, I almost cried. Like, I was like, whoa. So I'm like, that's a, that's a he's like you can do that? Yeah, he's like, man, you'll be on the staff. You'll be a coach. Um, you'll be the head coach of some JV games that Chris can't coach. You'll be on the sideline. You'll be doing everything. And if you can't make it because okay. of work or um, you'll be in school, we understand. But this is going to get your foot yeah. in the door. You're here. And I was like, heck yeah, I'm down. So I've been doing that for the past, like, month and just enjoying gotcha. it, man. And it was a little intimidating, I thought, but, like, I, I feel at home uh, once I did, once I was exactly. in practice. Like, the type, my boy had told me, like, man, the terminology, man, I know, but you don't know what they're doing, but you don't know the terminology. And, and that's kind of the case a little bit. But I feel at home, mm-hmm. man. Like, they, they, they're real good kids. Like, it, I'm learning so much, and I love the discipline, the structure of a, of a college practice. It's NAI school, yeah. but it's still, you know, collegeate. Yeah, the structure is just so detailed, and it's just different from high school. And I, I love it, man. I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So talk talk about that. I mean, you you mentioned you've always wanted to to be on that that collegiate level. Right. Why is that? Like, what what uh, makes that different I, I, than I that high like, school? I level? feel like okay. I feel like you got three levels: high school, college, and pro. High school and college, you teach the game, and I feel like I'm a teacher of the game. Pro, you kind of just or just manage people. You know what I mean? Uh, and college to me is just the highest level of teaching it, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's what I, I feel like that's what I'm supposed to be at, just teaching the game at that gotcha. level. And I've had people tell me, like you, on my first podcast interview I had with you in January 2020, you were like, Dominique, I see you as a college coach. He was like, I know you go to slew practices and all that. And I'm looking at you like, man, I got to get my degree first. And you yeah. said it. Uh, I've had other guys like Brian Turner, who coaches at St. Mary's, um, when I was going to do a coaching clinic, he was going to be in it. And he's like, man, you're doing something like this. This is college stuff. Like, you need to be on the collegiate level. And I was like, I don't have a degree. He's like, you don't have to have it. Like, you just need to, like, network. You'll be there. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, they'll make room for you, man. And it's nothing. I'm not real spirit. I'm not. I'm spiritual, but I'm not real, let's say, like, in the church. Like, I guess you would say, like, church. Yeah. But it's Proverbs 18, 16 says, a man gift will make room for him. And I feel like my oh, gift yeah, is I feel like my gift is teaching the game of basketball and coaching. And even Benoit told me, he's like, man, you got a gift. You know what I mean? And I'm humble, but I, I just feel like that's what made room for me to do this. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So, yeah. For yeah. Sure. All right, so let's shift gears, man. I want to um, – I know you're on the collegiate level now, uh, but you're still heavily intertwined with the basketball community in St. Louis. For sure. So, um, I know we're, we're getting ready to start, you know, pretty soon with, with high school basketball. Okay. What's, what's some of the top programs that's out there for the ones that don't know? Um, well, you got to think Vashon won state last year. Uh, Webster Groves won state in 5A. Vashon won it in 4A. I don't know who won it in 3 and 2A. But, you know, just the normal, usual suspects, Quarter Ritter's in 5A. Um, they they okay. lost to um, what's going That was going to be tough. Vashon. Um, so, wait, you said Quarter Ritter's 5A now? Yeah, it, but, you know, Back in our day, there was how many kids? Yeah, we in the, were two A. Yeah, we were two A and three A. Yeah, but it, but, it, but it goes now by your winning. 
So it doesn't matter the size of the school. Like if you keep winning, they they move you up. Okay. Uh, I got to look into gotcha. the specifics, but I heard that uh, public can't move up, so they stay. Because I'm like Rashawn went stay there, they just stay at four A. But it's something with the public school they can't move up or something. So it's some kind of okay. yeah, it's some kind of mandate in the, in the rule. But anyway, um, yeah. So Quarterrita's five A. So we played Russell Groves and lost in the championship there. But Quarterrita's well, we we won two back to back year state championships with um with Ryan uh, Johnson. So just the usual suspect men okay. of powerhouses, the CBCs, they won state this year. They won state last year, too. They won it in 6A. I forgot about that. So the CBCs, the Quadnerittas, the, um, the Shines, you know, the usual suspects, man. So I, And I always say the best conference to me in high school basketball, I think it's the MCC with um, CBC, Chaminade, Slu, and Viani. Like, that's that's like the Big East, but here in, in the high school level. And then shout out, yeah. to, shout out to my guy, Cleve Woodford. I don't know if you know. He got the job of Yanni. Yeah, yeah, big cleave. I saw that. Yeah, and and that, that's huge, man. Uh, have a have a black coach out there, Yanni, and he, I mean their, oh, yeah. their, their program doesn't suck, but they always they 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 haven't had an athlete and they play basketball the right way because I watched them. They play really fundamental side basketball, but Cleve yeah. is a skill strength, so he can get some kids out there and start something. You know what I mean? Gotcha. He know a lot of the kids. And see, Vianney, but Vianney, uh back in my day, the two thousand three, two thousand four. They were pretty good, you know. But they had a uh, they okay. had Brad actually Brad Big Brother Brandon Bill. He played okay. there. Okay. Uh, okay. And then they had uh, that school has a long lineage of Paradowskis. That's a family. That's yeah, I remember. I remember, I remember the Paradowski, the point guard, the point guard, right? Yeah. Paradowski. So, I remember he was yep. tough. So uh, yeah. yeah, I played uh, Paul. Shout out to Paul Paradowski. Yeah. He was uh, I played AAU with them, and man, he was he was cold. Yeah. He was he was flashy. Hell of a playmaker, can mm-hmm. shoot. So, yeah, hopefully, Big Big Cleve can get them back on the map. Yeah, I think he will. Get, get some things rolling there. Right. Uh-huh. So I know you. Uh, talk about your. your you got a, a coach's clinic. You've been working on it for some time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know things have. I mean, that's something big. Yeah. You know, it's a, that's a big right. event. Just the nuances of trying to put it together mm-hmm. can get a little all yeah. over the place. But you stuck yeah, with man. it, and it's taking place. Uh, a- yeah, next April sixteenth, two thousand twenty-three. Uh, I got some okay. some really good knowledgeable coaches, man. My, and my biggest reason for this is because I feel like the grassroots coaches, the youth coaches, they need to learn how to teach the game. Uh, these kids come to us on the high school level, and they don't know basically like how to jump stop, uh, help side defense. And I feel like if they come to something like this where we're going to be teaching the fundamentals of teaching the game, the coaches will will benefit, and the whole product of basketball in St. Louis will, will, will you know evolve. And it. it's it's definitely a demographic yeah. because no one's doing coaching clinics. And I and I just want right. everyone to learn. I, I'm gonna learn from it. You know what I mean? Um, but right. uh, but what did you say? So do you think that the the gap that we're seeing with the athletes? Do you think it's from just these gimmicky trainers? Uh, no, I, I'm or not. Or just kids walking into it, just not. I'm not gonna blame the trainers because uh, I feel like every kid can learn something from a trainer. But um, I just think for some reason the game is not being taught. I don't know if the coaches are, are scared of. You know, being a coach and critiquing the kids, they want to be their friends or what. But I just see just a void of yeah. just the game, the teachers of the game. You know what I mean? But um, if I can talk about my lineup, I got um, Preston Thomas, who coached the corner Ritter, Hall of Fame Missouri coach. I got um, Preston Ingram, the head coach at Missouri Baptist on the men's side. Um, Chris Chris Forrest, who brought me in to Mo Baptist coach, uh, assistant there. Um, I have uh, Kelvin Lee, the coach at U City. He's going to present. Uh, he's a Hall of Fame Missouri coach. Yeah, yeah, so I, I got some heavy hitters, man. Uh, I also got um, Jonathan Griffin. Uh, he won district at Cornerhand, and they were just, like, starting. 
Um, so he, yeah. he's a very good coach. He's a really good player. Played at Umsel. He's currently the principal at Cornerhan, and uh, he's Roosevelt's new head basketball coach. Boy. So good guy. So okay. yeah. Yeah, I I always say, man, JG was one of those guys because he was a couple years ahead of me. And I thought I was a big guard. And I I was doing workouts at Umsu with Chico. So we'd be in the weight room for part of the time. And we'll go from weight room to on court, do some skill stuff, and then we play. And again, here I am thinking I was a big, you know, decent sized Uh guard, man. And JG just walk in, you know, swole. And I'm like, Man, he was he was he got it. He had to be at least two fifteen, oh, twenty. Solid. Solid. All shoulders. And he was giving me yeah, the all business. Strong. He was good like that. He made, me, he made me rethink basketball, yeah, I man. Uh, <laughs> I always say yeah. that. So, but yeah, uh, just to talk about it. So we uh, so um, Preston Thomas is going to present on the triangle offense and skill development for wing players. Chris Forrest is going to um, present on the dribble drive offense. Kevin Lee is going to talk about making your offense. Fit your personnel. Um, okay. Preston okay. Ingram is going to talk about the um, the um, uh, the gap defense, or I guess it's sometimes called the pack line defense. Uh, I'm going to present. I'm nervous, but I'm going to do a trend. I'm going to do a transition office and um, secondary okay. break. So uh, I'm excited about that. And I also have my guy uh, Mike Tyler. He went to Quadrilla Class O three. He's, a, yeah, he, yeah, he's huge Mike. on uh, strength and strength and conditioning, so he's going to present about strength and conditioning how it's important because the best the best okay. in shape athlete is the best athlete. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah, um, sure. I feel like that's a different dynamic. It's going to be cool for him to present. But I'm just excited, man, just to have yeah. all these coaches there and like, everyone's learning. And then at the end, it's going to be like a 30-minute just meet and greet. You just walk up to the coaches and talk to them. Um, I'm going to give away some some presents, maybe like um, some play sheets. Um uh, Next Level Skills Academy T-shirt. I'm going to have on the court players for the coaches to use to um, present their ideas. Okay. It's going to be like maybe five to ten kids to you know do different plays or defenses for the coaches to use. It's going to yeah. be legit. It's going to be a live for life. Uh, April 16th, uh, it's a Sunday from 11 to 7. So I'm excited, man, because I, I haven't seen a coach clinic in the area in a while, and it's, I, I want to do it annually. So every year, and eventually, yeah, man, in, eventually in about two years, I want to do it Friday and Saturday. Friday night from like 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. and then like Saturday from like 9 a.m. to like 5 p.m. Um, because I, I feel like we're all caregivers of the game. You, you too. Um, so yeah. if I can give back and show and teach, like this, that just fills me up. You know what I mean? It makes me feel good. You know what I mean? So I think it's yeah. definitely a, it's definitely a room for for this you know coach clinic thing. So yeah. I mean, and I I like the structure of it. How you're. You're bringing in, you know, you got some veterans, you know, you got some Hall of Fame right. coaches, so they're going to bring uh, I their, their Brand, flavor. Brandon Gilmore, you know? my big brother, Brandon, Brandon Gilmore. Shout he's, out to um, him. He's, he's presenting on um, um, doing a practice plan, how you write up a practice plan. Okay. So that, that's huge, too. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, so we got some heavy hitters. He's been at Central, so four four. He's been coaching up for about 17 yeah. years, but he's been the head coach for, like, four. So. Yeah. And that, that, that'll, uh, like I said, man, I, I like how you have a structure. Where you got the you got some veterans coming in, they're giving their flavor, and then you got some of the young guys, you know, uh, the, the Jonathan Griffins, the uh, the coach Ingram at, at Mobap, uh, head, you know, all these guys are gonna bring in something different. Right. And uh, I mean, like you said, man, you got my full support. I appreciate on it. it. I would uh, love I would love you to come. I would love you to come in April and um, 
That'd be dope to have like a live podcast where you interview the coach after they get done on the side or something and talk about what they present. That'd be super dope. That would be dope. I mean, if you can't do it next yeah, time, I, I know I you said you got something going on, but maybe in the fall you can do like a live podcast and interview the coaches as they get down. But we'll talk. We'll talk about that. You know what I'm yeah, man. But nah, that that'll be a dope idea yeah. for sure. Uh, so yeah, what get the dates again for the uh, uh for the clinic? April 16th, uh, 2023 from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and it'll be at uh, Live for Life High School in Sulord, in the Sulord area on the south side. Gotcha. So yeah, twenty dollars. Right. I'm sorry, twenty dollars to get in, so it's not that much for coaches. So twenty dollars. So oh, yeah, not, not bad, bad at all. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So um, we got the college season coming up. Um, like I said, just being a basketball junkie, I know. And me and you talk all the time, so I know how much you're a student of the game. I know how much you watch basketball, whether it's NBA, high school, college, youth. Basketball is, is really huge um, as well. Um, but what, what are you most looking forward to just in your basically your first year as, as, a, as a college coach? What are you looking forward um, to? Just developing relationships with, with um, the players because I feel like they're, they're number okay. one. Team. If they need skill development, what they need um, – I'm real on. I'm real big on energy, making sure everyone's clapping their hands, uh, touching each other, high fiving. I'm huge with that. Um, just wherever, okay. wherever, whatever Coach Engel wants me to do, man. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm be coaching, be the head coach of some JV games. I'm, I'm even gonna be driving the, the van sometimes to the games. So I got my my shoulders lighting. So it's, you know, okay. I'm, I'm really I'm at the bottom doing everything. So just and just building relationships with uh, other coaches. We're gonna be playing some of the top JUCOs in the area. Um, the JV team is on like mineral area and stuff. But just just learning, man. I'm just I'm a sponge. You know that it don't take no time for me to pick up on something. Exactly. So just learning from Coach Ingram, from Coach Forrest, um, Coach Taylor. He's another assistant coach. Even the grad assistant Hassan. He played there. Like just learning from everybody, man. And just being a sponge and uh, helping these kids develop basketball wise. And even as people, you know what I mean. As I as I get relationship with them, it's just, just as people. You know what I mean? Because they're still young men. They're 18 to 22. Gotcha. So. It's deeper than basketball, bro. You know what I mean. So, um, okay. but I'm I'm excited just for the whole process, man. Because our first official day of practice is Thursday, and uh, our first game okay. I think is October 24th. So I'm just excited, man. Just to just to hop into it. Gotcha. So, what have you noticed as far as like what's been the significant difference between just the a high schoolers mentality and a college? players mentality um, <laughs> what, what have you noticed is like one of the just just the seriousness of it i mean the practice is a way more detailed just from a coaching level and okay. they, they take it more serious um sometimes you would coach kids they wouldn't want to be there just doing something now these kids are on scholarship so they got to do something you know what i mean so it's just different just just yeah. a different ball game so yeah gotcha yeah and that's that's really i, I deal with high school players right, myself yeah. and that's really what i try to teach them that I mean, it's still all fun and games, you know, even once you get to college. It's, it's, it's meant to be fun, but there, it's another level of seriousness you got to yeah. tap into. So even, like, guys that I've been coaching that are they're seniors now this year, you know, I've been with them for a couple of years, and I, every year I try to progressively let them know, like, you got to take it serious, Doc, because there's, there's people out here that they take mm -hmm. it serious. Their ambition's totally right. different. So, again, you can't get out there basically, you know, Taking it half mm -hmm. speed, you know, because you're gonna get your feelings right. hurt, you know, just being right. honest. So, um, but yeah, man, I'm 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 definitely looking forward to the college season. Uh, just seeing a lot of the St. Louis guys. Yeah, we, we, we yeah we got, are, a, uh, we got a lot of St. Louis. We got a kid named uh, Jadis White. Yeah. He played at Chaminade with um, 
with Jericho Hellum. He, both of them came out in 2018. Yeah. And they both won a state champ. He won a state championship in 2016 as a sophomore. He was a reserve off the bench, but he won with Jason Tatum. But, um, yeah, we got him. Um, we got another kid. His name is Preston. He played at Francis Howe. He played for your boy, for our boy, Grant. He's a solid goal. Um, trying to think. We got a kid named uh, Katie. Uh, Kristen Davis, he played at Quadrant. He's a freshman. Um he should have some time on voice. He's a real good athlete. He's like a, a, a few St. Louis kids, man. Dalen, he's went to Francis Howe. Um, but, yeah, I'm just okay. excited, man, to work with all of them, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and then, like I said, we got just across the board, St. Louis. It's so much talent, man, in St. Louis, and it's showing now because so many guys are D1 and they're making mm-hmm. impacts. You know, you got your, your uh, Caleb Loves, your Cam Fletchers, you know, and some of these guys, their journey, some of, like somebody like Caleb, man, the road has just been paid for him. Somebody like Cam started out at Kentucky, wasn't a good fit. And, you know, he's looking pretty solid at Florida State. So um, I'm more excited to see some of the local team. I see like SLU, for instance, St. Louis University. Uh, I mean, they loaded with, in my opinion, they loaded with talent. Definitely. And they loaded with a lot of Definitely. local talent. So in your opinion, how important is it for like a St. Louis U or a Mizzou to make sure they're they're uh, gaining the attention of the local? I, th- I think it's huge because um, if you get the local the local kids, that means that attendance is going to be up. People are going to be more interested in it because they're local kids and they they they, they saw them yeah. in their infancy in their infancy, uh, sometimes in middle school and in high school. So it's huge. Uh, like Yuri Collins, he led the country in assists. It was number two, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm glad he stayed because I think he was talking about transfer, but he's still here. And I think he got the big boy Akuru. He's still here. And uh, Javante Perkins is the local kid. He went to Career Academy. He set out yeah. yards ACL. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's paramount, man, to get local kids. Uh, and then Mizzou, I'm excited because they got the new coach. I think he was at Cleveland State, and he went to the tournament. Yeah, he won, the, he won a conference tournament two years in a row. Uh, he's still like he swagged yeah. out, man. And uh, I, I've been, I heard he was at the, um, the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association Coaches Clinic. And I heard he did a good job. That was this past okay. weekend. But I, I'm interested to see what he does in Mizzou and uh, and get them back to their yeah. winning ways. You know what I mean? Because that's an awesome job if you can get the, you know, the right kids there. That's an awesome oh, yeah. job. Yeah, they're in the right so, conference. I mean, being in the SEC, it's is, whether it's football or basketball, that's, yeah. that's like yeah, the bread yeah, and butter. Yeah, you got so. Kentucky down there with Calipari. That, that, that's the standard. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you can, you know. And, and so I always tell people, you know, when you take the local approach, like a kid goes to Mizzou, I mean, ultimately, if you got big hoop dreams and you want to, you can get to the league from a Mizzou or St. Louis U. Um, you know, because all it, all it takes, man, is, is hard work, you know, serious dedication, have big games against the big schools, and you're going you're gonna to gain that attention, you know. So, um, you know, down here it's a little different in Texas because we got – so many different, you know, you got you got UT, you got SMU that's making a lot of noise now, uh, TCU. Uh, it's tons of school, uh, man. That's I'm starting to learn out, uh, starting to learn a lot about some of them as well. So uh, it's a little different than, than being in St. Louis. You only right, got a couple right, right. as far as home time schools, but here, man, it's it's so yeah, widespread. It's, it's a bigger so, state, just a big uh, state, huge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, football uh, still bread uh, Football came down uh, in Texas. Football. Yeah. I mean, you got $4.5 million stadiums being built for high school. That's insane. And, I mean, it, it looked legit like college stadiums. Yeah. So, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. 
So let's uh let's shift to I want to talk about uh about the upcoming okay. NBA season, uh, which I love all levels, high school, college, NBA. But for some reason, man, I'm like super geeked about yeah. the NBA season. Um, I, I just think you know the storylines are all there. Everything's lined up to be a great yeah. season. So. What, what's some of the big storylines you kind of intrigued um, about? I would say the Warriors. Uh, I think it was awesome that Steph and Clay came back from an injury two years they had and they won it, and then they have a good nucleus of young guys and veteran guys. So they, they can yeah. run it for two, three more years. Then James Wiseman, he, if he's healthy, and you know he's the six eleven big they need at Kamanga, uh, Jordan Poole's been killing. Uh, they, they just got a, a solid team. And also, you know, the the, the local ki- local kid Jason Tatum, like that was huge for him to get them to the finals. But he's still young, man. So he's trying to figure it out. People were on him, like he's gonna figure it out. Um, but I still think yeah. if the Bucks were healthy, if Middleton wouldn't have got hurt, they would have been there because it went seven games without without his, you know, without without Robin because Batman mm-hmm. is, is Giannis. Exactly. Um, it's only like three or four. It's only like two or three teams in the East to me that can that that can be a contender. Miami is always gonna be there because they play hard. But they don't have that other superstar, and I, I don't consider Jimmy Butler superstar. Yeah. He's a star, but they play they they play He's so freaking yeah. hard defensively, and they're, they're the best in shape team. You have that like ten percent body fat to play for Pat Riley, so they're gonna be there. Yeah. Um, but to me, coming out the East, the only contenders are really the Celtics and and and, and Boston. I mean, to be honest. Um, oh, so what you 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 exiting out Philly? I don't trust it, man. Because I mean, because uh, I mean, Embiid is there, but he gets hurt. And who else is in Philly? Um, being not there, they got James oh, no, Harden. I don't trust James, man. I just don't. I don't they trust got uh, they just got uh, they got okay. PJ Tucker. This I, I just year. don't trust it. Uh, Tobias Harris is still yeah. there. So I don't trust it. I mean, if James Harden can come back, yeah. you know, I mean, oh yeah, the Nets. Okay, they got so a good, they got back. a good chance. Nets, Bucks. And that's book Celtics are the three teams that can come out the East. But that's who I respect. Yeah, yeah I, I, I forgot. I forgot about KD like, and Kyrie. Yeah. And Ben Simmons. I think well, honestly, man, this is, this is the year because okay. if he can if he can play, he yeah. hasn't played in two years, which is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. But just uh, seeing what KD and Kyrie been doing in the that's summer, fine. putting in work, working out together, Kyrie just seems a little bit more. He got to. They ain't gonna pay him. They ain't gonna give him no uh, contract extension. We gonna play at least. Three fourths of the game, and you, you know he's such a weird individual. <laughs> Again, people were questioning his love. For I the never, game. I never like, questioned it. He's just, he's just eccentric, man. He's a different guy. He's a different kind of guy. I never yeah. questioned. He's just a different kind of guy. But yeah, they got uh, so they got that three-headed monster: KD, Kyrie, and and Ben Simmons. And then they still got uh, a couple of young guys. Got Joe Harris still, and then they got one of the Morris twins uh, right. this season. So. Yeah, man, the East, the East for me, it's a little bit. It can go either way. For the, in terms of my opinion, the West is probably probably more wide open because um, you got, in my opinion, you got like six teams that can. It can go either way. You got you got Phoenix. You got the Clippers. You can't put out the Lakers, although they really ain't got no team. But you never know. Uh, Golden State. And the Mavericks, in my opinion, those are the six, and, and Denver. Denver's if, gonna be if super Denver healthy. gets Jamal Murray and Michael Porter with Jokic, who's MVP, I wouldn't be surprised they get number one seed because they have man, they're so talented. They're so talented, man. To me, they're the yeah. second best team behind the Warriors if if they're healthy. If they're healthy, they're the second best team behind the Warriors. I mean, I'm, that's that's how I feel. Um, 
Because, yeah. I mean, the right. Phoenix, Chris Paul's getting older. I don't trust it. Uh, Dallas, they need more than Luka. And they, and they lost, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Brunson. Um, they 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 they, 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 they need more. Uh, it can't just be Luca, and he and he holds the ball a lot. He needs another star there. He needs it, so it can't be him. Uh, who, who else in the West yeah. did you say? Uh, that's it. I think. Uh, the Clippers. If, I mean, Kawhi, in my opinion, Kawhi, top to bottom, Kawhi, the Clippers. I don't know who's the point guard there. Who's the point guard of the Clippers? John but he's, Wall. Gonna, he's not going to start. I think they're going to start on Reggie Jackson over him. Yeah, yeah I can come see that. that John Wall days are done being the man and man. But if Kawhi, if Kawhi is hundred percent, should we know what he do? Because this it, blood is full of, of, of yeah. uh, well, they say he got this blood. They say he got uh, antifreeze in his blood because he he a killer, dog. <laughs> no, he's a killer. Yeah, when Kawhi's yeah. healthy, he's top two, three player in the league, easily, easily. Okay. Kawhi, so that's how I feel. So I, you know, I, 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 I think he's underrated because he won MVP in the finals with two teams, Toronto, and with yeah. you know um, Spurs. So. Yeah, he's. I mean, again, if if he can stay healthy, you pair him with with a healthy oh Paul God. George. I mean, the, the Clippers are basically already taking over LA. You know, they got that huge stadium that's oh, gonna man. be ready next year. That's gonna be dope. Wood. Um, so they, I mean, they're the wave as far yeah. as LA. You know, they're they're the culture yeah. now. So. Um, and I want to I want to give a know, quick shout out. Um, I got I got a podcast too called The Straight Shooters. My guy uh, Corey Ivy and, and Ryan Jordan. So they wanted me to shout them out because we're gonna be talking about some NBA stuff um, next Sunday. I think we're gonna start okay. next Sunday or the Sunday after. That. I just want to give them a shout out. Corey Ivy and uh, Ryan Jordan. Straight Shooters, baby. So, yeah. Ryan Jordan. Ryan Jordan went to uh, he was yeah, he's a Ritter alum, right? Along. Yep. And I've been knowing Corey. He lived right behind me um, since we were like six years old. And uh, both of them went to Semo, so they knew each other. And then Ryan, me and Ryan went to. Okay. Quite a bit, so had to shout out my guy, Straight Shooters gotcha. Podcast. So be looking out for that. You know what? While we on that, man, talk about the. So I, I went to Ritter. I went to Cardinal Ritter for two years, freshman sophomore year. I transferred out, uh, and it was funny because I was just talking to some of my boys about it. How I'm going? I'm going to pull up at the twenty year reunion. We just we, hey, we just, I didn't graduate. You, they like, yeah, you were Ritter critter. We just had ours back in June, yeah. and it, we kicked. It. I can't even talk about what well, we we kicked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I seen that man, and they, they and doing they, trips they and stuff. And I couldn't make so, it, but they kicked it in Vegas, you know. Yeah. Uh, so talk talk about that, you know. People, I mean, in St. Louis, that's like the, the common the thing. What high school did you school, go yeah. to? But, but talk about. I I consider Cardinal Ritter to be one of those schools, man, where people have the the alums that come from there. They have so much pride in that school. So just talk about like what that means to you to be from be from Quarter. So Quarter Ritter is one of the only you know, Ritter is which, one of the only all black Catholic schools in the country. It's not a lot of those yeah. for one. For number two, it, we're really deeply entrenched. Well, when I was there in black history or heritage or ancestors, and I used to talk mm-hmm. to my friends that went to public school. They were like, we don't talk about you know ancestors and the history and black history. And we were deeply entrenched. I think we only had like 230 people there. And it was a family. If you did something, yeah. everybody knew about it. Everybody looked out for everybody. It was just really a family atmosphere on Thekla. You know what I mean? And um, I felt like everybody oh, yeah. had love for each other. It was it was just something different. You know what I mean? And people say that, like, man, that was just something different. Yeah. And the new quarter is, is, man, the football field is dope. We didn't even have home football games. And the basketball, yeah. it's, just, it's nice, man. But the Thekla quarter I wouldn't trade my time in that hot building where we got out at one thirty on Monday when we have air. Because <laughs> it was just something different. You couldn't get nowhere else, man. It was it was just it built character. We had we had yeah. we had balls on the door, we was in Walnut Park. 
But it, but it built character, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like our parents paid pay way too much money yeah. for us not to have AC. But, but oh, yeah, I mean, sure. it was just, I mean, the teachers, man, Mr. Betcher, rest in peace, he died this, this past year. I would send him my English papers from Mizzou, and he would he would look at them and, uh, and, and send it back with uh, corrections through email, via email. And he didn't have to do that. And I, I've had basketball. I had a basketball player no. at, at Luther North, I coached. He needed help with his ACT. I, I told him about him. Mr. Betcher went to the house and didn't charge them nothing. And the parents were like, how do wow. you know him? I was like, he's my teacher. He's like, he, he didn't even – we tried to give him money. I was like, it's just the quality of people, man. You know what I mean? And once exactly. you meet somebody with it, you will have friends was... for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so I've got my core group, you know, a couple of – two guys – well, three of them I met at, at Ritter. Uh, you know, the rest I already knew from middle school, elementary, but uh, – that was one of my reasons exactly. for going to Ritter. You know, at one, it just happened. I grew exactly. up in Walnut Park, so I, I knew exactly right. where it was. But my okay. friends went there. I wanted to stay connected with them. And um, all my life, I was used exactly. to small schools. So, you know, ultimately, I would have went to, like, a Gateway Tech or Vashon. Um, but we wanted that small atmosphere for myself. So um, that's how I ended up at Ritter, man. But, yeah, it's – like I said, I didn't even graduate oh, no, from hey, there, hey, but you I still feel you connected. I'm a I'm an honorary you member. You ain't honorary. You a member, bro. You, a member. you ain't honorary. Man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. So I know you mentioned your um you mentioned your straight shooters right. podcast. Uh, talk about some of the other ones. You know, me and you, we always you know shooting each other texts from other podcasts. Uh, whether it's uh, my favorite, I'm sure it's your favorite too. Oh, it's no doubt. Kids. No doubt. Uh, and then you got uh, all the smoke mm-hmm. is another one. Yeah, so talk about that. That talk about that culture. How players, former players, are starting to you know kind of just revamp the culture around podcasts, okay. and they're setting you know, in my opinion, they're setting mm-hmm. tone for that. Well, um, I'm a purist of basketball. I feel like I'm I'm all about the purity of basketball. It's, it's the one called Basketball Immersion. I don't know how I found it, but they they interview coaches on the high school level, pro level, and they just talk about X's and okay. O's, and they may talk about how everyone's transferring, the transfer portal, NIL. And they, but they mostly talk about just basketball, and I love it. Um, I saw Shaheem Holloway, the one, the guy who went to the uh, Elite Eight from um, St. Peter's. I heard him yeah. on there first before I, everyone knows now because he, won, he went to the uh, Elite Eight with a mid-major school. But back in um, 2021, because he, he went to the Elite, uh, Elite Eight in 2022, I heard him, and I said, this guy can coach. Because to me, great coaches have breakdown drills, and he talked about how everybody does the shell, but he does one v one defensive drills, or two v two, or three v three, and he plays music. Connect there. I'm I'm not sure what happened, but uh, we were talking about different podcasts. Um, so we talked about all the smoke, knuckleheads. Um, you know, so are there any other podcasts? You, I know you, the basketball immersion, but mm-hmm. outside of those, you know, so aside from basketball. Um, you know, are there any others that you tapped into? Um, there's I, I got another quadruple guy, um, Booker. I can't think of his first name. Jonathan Booker. His name Jonathan, Jonathan Booker. Booker. Yeah, he he has one, and um, he interviewed you on that. Are you talking about uh, Doss? Anthony Doss. Anthony Doss. I dropped the book. Anthony Doss. My yeah, fault. Yeah. My fault, Doss. Anthony Doss. And uh, he talked about like you know mental health and you know man and our journey. And I, I really like that. Anything that you know. Um, Carrie Champion has one with his sports, but she talks about life and stuff. Um, okay. okay. I listen to some, some uh, spiritual uh, podcasts. Um, Eric Thomas has a church called Place of Change, APOC, and they come out with episodes on Thursday and Sunday. I listen to um, 
my sister Shapita, she has one. I can't think of the name of it, but um, if anything that's improving, you know, my my lifestyle. I'm a huge basketball guy, but I, I listen to a lot of spiritual stuff too. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Et man, he he's a guy that literally gets me through some of my days, man, because he just. Yeah, yeah. He, he gets you fired up. Um, Man, no doubt. Yeah. And he's, he's got a gift, you know, because his his story and journey, man, like from being homeless to, mm-hmm. like he said, it took him 12 years to get a four-year degree. Yeah. Uh, you know, his wife is sick. Why, right, yeah. And you feel that passion, man, when he, if he's oh, talking no to a, no doubt. a church, a corporate organization, uh, yeah. a youth team, uh, NFL, yeah, it don't yeah. matter. Yeah. He brings it, it so... All right. So the last thing, man, I want to I want to talk to you about is uh, I usually do it all the time. I think you've done it before as well. But answer could probably change. But what's something that Dominique Martin would tell his younger self? Uh, Consistency is key and keep going. Uh, I wish I would have finished college when I did, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So but I feel like everything will happen for a reason, because. Um, I wasn't mature enough to teach back then. I could have been teaching at like 23, but I, yeah. I wasn't ready. But I feel like everything happened for a reason. I just would tell myself to keep going and follow your dreams no matter what. And exactly. just consistency with anything you, you, that you have to do. Consistency is key. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you jumping on. Like I said, you uh, you helped me through this little slump. Um, so, I mean, this is going to be the start of many more. Uh, and I'm just going to keep this thing rolling, man. I, I was in that slump. Please do. And, uh, Please do, man. Keep it rolling, bro. Got you. Yes, sir. Got you. Yeah. And again, so uh, the premise behind Ice Cold Facts started out, you know, as just a, hey, I, I want to tap into my sports community. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm to the point as well where sports part is cool, but I've met entrepreneurs. I've met real estate agents. Mm-hmm. I've met, you know, all these these people from all different walks of life. Right. And so Ice Cold Facts is going to evolve to just more than sports. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the sports junkies, they'll be able to get their fix. But then for people that are going through something in life and need some encouragement, I have some people on that's able to do that. Uh, for people that's trying to figure out, hey, how do I start this business that I, I you know, I got this idea. Mm-hmm. How do I manifest it into and cultivate it into this, this major business? I'm going to have people for that as well, man. So. That's Again, dope, man. man. I, I I'm, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm going to stay on you. I'm rooting for you, bro. You know that all, all day long, I'm rooting for you, dog. Got all your right. back. All love, man. Appreciate yeah. that. All right. All right. Appreciate all right. it again. So that was Dominique Martin, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And this was Ice Cold Facts.